0: Welcome to the Creating Her Podcast.
1: We're your hosts, Taylor and Isabel, and we're diving deep into cultivating the next level version of you. This is for the girl with big ambitions
0: who is ready to take action to develop a healthy lifestyle, unstoppable mindset, and unapologetic confidence.
1: Join us as we explore all things health, wellness, mindset, and creating your highest level self. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Creating Her Podcast.
0: Hey guys, I hope you all had an amazing week. Um, We're so happy to be back today and recording a really good episode today.
1: Yeah, and we're actually recording early because I am, fun fact, flying to Perth. So excited for you. Yeah, I'm know, so jealous. No. So I'm going to this like wellness retreat run by Balance Vibration. By she- for anyone who follows her on Instagram, she's like an online coach, fitness um, trainer and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And she's hosting her first retreat.
0: It's so exciting. I feel like I see so many retreats and things going on on Instagram and they all look like incredible. And like all the girls, there just look amazing. I know.
1: I can't wait to like update everybody on how this one goes because yeah, we're going to be doing like Pilates and um, it's like sunrise swims going up breakfast. Like I'm just so excited. Everything is just going to be Hopefully like really good. Um, So I've never met any of the girls before. So it definitely is pushing me like way out of my comfort zone because I'm flying to another state. Mm-hmm. But I booked it last year and it was in the midst of me like, I guess, creating my best version of myself. And I was like, what is this person going to need? And I was like, you know what? meeting other people is my goal so I'm going to take action towards that Love so here we are
0: and how incredible is it that you can literally just go over there and everything's already organized for you like the girls are already like gonna be there like you just get to honestly just enjoy the weekend and have the most like you're doing everything that you love and it sounds exactly and I'm
1: going to Perth for the first time which is going to be so good
0: yeah, I'm I'm so jealous. Yay. Really so, jealous. so basically, <laughs>
1: um the episode this week is really for you if you want to change up your habits. So I feel like in every in a lot of episodes we kind of talk about small habits and building these small habits and how they're going to get you towards your goals and all of the things. But I feel like we haven't really addressed like the underlying more scientific and like actually action-based how am I going to create these habits for myself?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Saying that you want to form the habits is one thing, mm-hmm. um, but then actually having the tools to form those habits um, yeah, is completely another thing. It's
1: actually not always easy to form habits and it's actually really easy to get off track with them as well.
0: And if you look on social media, then you always see all of these videos about 10 healthy habits to start this year, Mm. but then no one actually tells you how to start those habits, so I think this episode is going to take you through everything about creating good habits, getting rid of bad habits, yeah, just really... Yeah, like the things that we've learned about habits over our journeys.
1: Yeah, exactly. So our journeys and also stuff we know to be true about the more science-based versions of building habits. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to start off as always with our creating her and our recommendations. Um. So my creating her for this week. Oh, wait, we start with recommendations. This is such like every time we have this conversation, I just don't get it. I
0: actually can't. I feel like we have to go back to our old episodes and check because last yeah. week was a mess as
1: well. Yeah, it was. Let's do recommendations. <laughs> (laughs) recommendations. recommendations first okay i like that okay so my recommendation is mirror merch now for anyone do you know what mirror merch is no okay so basically it is this online company run by somebody on instagram and he is all into the personal development world and stuff and he started this company and this business called mirror merch and you can come into my room after and have a look at it so (laughs) i got given it this morning i went to a breathwork session and i got given it they were handing them out oh okay and basically it's just the one that I have says, I am love. And it's an affirmation. And you stick it on your mirror.
0: Oh, I've seen so many
1: people yes, with those. I oh. love them. And I've been wanting one for so long. And when I got handed, because the breathwork people said, okay, open your eyes now. Like we've handed them out to some people. And me and my sister <gasps> had got one each, which was so cute.
0: That's literally lucky girl syndrome. I know, it was manifests. so cute. Yeah, Do you
1: manifestation.
0: It yeah. Yeah, that is so good. I so know. not everyone got one. But you got not one. everyone got one. Okay, I love that. I it was meant to be
1: yeah and it was
0: meant to be for today's episode recording exactly so i'll have What's to check your out your
1: recommendation
0: um my recommendation is pajama sets <gasps> especially yes. even to, like just get a came out one i always look at the peter alexander pajama yep. sets oh, and i'm really like oh expensive. they look like so comfy but yeah. they're just so expensive
1: they are way overpriced
0: courtesy to them like they built a good brand because oh, they, everyone oh, buys them anyway yeah. so branding tips look up to them and i
1: actually have a few silk pajama pairs from peter alexander and they're oh, really good so comfy yeah. yeah
0: yeah just go to kmart and get a pajama set mm-hmm. i love
1: the ones that have um like the
0: t-shirts with the collars something about yeah. them it just
1: makes me feel really like
0: put together yeah and it's just so that would different. set you up
1: for a really good night routine just being in a cute little pajama set
0: yeah it honestly does because then you know hop out of the shower put the pajamas on like i oh. need to start doing that yeah it's yeah. so good it's just like i used to wear just like old tops and like old i shorts do all that the time. Still. yeah like and big it's just t-shirts it just makes you feel like you're romanticizing your night in at home yeah
1: i agree i'm gonna start doing that i'm really gonna take that on yeah cool. um so creating her for this week yes oh actually my creating hair is from this morning i went to a breathwork session and basically i'd been seeing on social media stuff about um people going to these sessions of like breath work and meditation, and stuff like that at the beach and going for an ocean dip. And I was like, I really want to find one in Melbourne. Mm. And I came across one on social media and I went there and there were so many people there. If you're from Melbourne, it's called The Breath House. Mm-hmm. on Instagram and it's run by this breathwork coach and she's really good and there was so many people there and there was ice bars breathwork and I got the mirror match so yeah that was my creating her for the week
0: I love that and I feel like when you go to something like that you know that everyone there has kind of similar interests to you and has similar priorities yeah, it's all
1: like-minded people yeah so it's like
0: the perfect place to meet new people too exactly So I'll have to check that out as well
1: yeah you definitely do um
0: my creating her for this week is reaching out to old friends
1: okay I so, love that
0: so yeah I think it's we've spoken a lot about forming new friendships and reaching out to new people. Yeah. Um, but I think something that we can easily forget about is old connections that you used to have, mm-hmm. um, they can easily be re-sparked up and easily, Completely. you know, meet up with them, do something. So I've just been reaching out to a few old friends, like actually – putting in the effort to try and reform some of those connections yeah. Nice. Um, and you know we're organizing catch-ups in the next little bit so I think it's just cool to see like people can change so much and especially yeah. And then you can
1: catch up on each other's lives and there's a lot to talk about
0: yeah exactly and then they end up doing something that you never would have expected them to be doing and it's just cool to see yeah. where everyone ends up
1: a hundred percent yay I feel like this is a good week I'm feeling positive right now mm-hmm,
0: yeah I'm feeling really good
1: so mm-hmm. let's get into this episode so we're going to try to make this This is quite a short, sweet episode and just make it like really the solid foundations of your habit building. So we're going to start off with the first step to habit building. And this is just a habit audit. So basically what that means is writing out all of – so grabbing a journal, writing out all of your current habits – just as they are so kind of go from morning to night think about what you do when you wake up think about your day whether that's going to work think about what you do when you get home from work your night routine pretty much just i would say scan your day
0: yeah and something to include in this as well is um so maybe do this over a couple of days and mm-hmm. have one day focusing on yeah all of those actual I guess more physical things that you do yeah and then something else to consider is also your thoughts that you're having throughout the day because mm-hmm. our thought patterns are habits too so if something's coming up if you're going through a day and you're having these constant similar thought ha- like right. thought patterns yeah try and think about those as well because you can break the habit of negative thinking
1: yeah, right. That's very interesting mm. because I think about yeah, the physical habits, but then there's also that mental and thought pattern habit as well. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're so when you're um writing out your current habits, basically just thinking about I would start with just thinking about the day
0: so once you have your list of current habits, um, you want to take a look at this list and work out which ones on there you want to stop doing mm-hmm. um, because there's always going to be things throughout your day that you're doing that you Even know you shouldn't be doing. I <laughs> have a lot
1: that I need to order as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And it's easy to make sure you're not skipping over them because it's easier to just pretend that you're not doing them. Like, you, you know, you don't want to write them down. You don't want to make yourself aware of it. Yeah. But make sure that you're putting them down, like everything that you're doing throughout the day. Yeah. And then from there, you can work out out the ones that you actually want to stop doing.
1: Yeah, 100%. So for me, for instance, I know that I'm a big scroller. I just, Mm. my worst habit, I reckon at the moment is just jumping on Instagram for the pure sake of it. It's not an intentional scroll. It's like, I'm just scrolling just because, and it's really bad at night and I really need to make sure that I'm actually changing that habit. So that's a really good example for me right now. I would write down all my habits throughout the day. I do have a lot of really good habits, which is Mm -hmm. great. So those current habits that I like, I would give it a little tick next to it. And then the habit that I want to change would be the scrolling so I'd give it a little cross and that way you're writing out actually what are your current habits and what are the ones you want to stop and then what are the ones you want to keep
0: yeah, exactly. So that's all to do with your current habits. And then once you've done that, you want to make another section to the side of this and write down the habits that you want to add into your day. Yeah. Um, because there's always things that we can be adding into our day that are going to make it a bit better and 100%. even just help get us to our goals like mm-hmm. we spoke about in our goal setting episode. Yeah. So for example, for me, something that I want to add into my day, 10 minutes of mindfulness Yeah. Um, because I can get really slack with not really giving myself time to think and just yeah. to... Not even to think, but to, to be actually present. be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's my main one that I want to add. And that could look like going out for a walk without my phone yeah. or having 10 minutes of meditation in the morning, yeah. anything
1: like that. I'm getting a lot into that as well at the moment.
0: Yeah. And if you're stuck with which ones you want to add in, um this is when using your social media can be really helpful to just mm-hmm. get some inspiration, get some ideas about things that could actually be beneficial to you to add into your day.
1: Yeah. And if you listen to our last episode as well in terms of our goal setting episode, if you haven't listened to that, maybe go and listen because it mm. might create some context for this episode. But basically we talked about if you want to create a goal, um if you you have a goal in mind let's just say to be fit your daily habits is obviously going to be exercising so then that's a habit that you'll put on the list of habits you want to add into your day
0: yeah exactly and try and be as specific as you came with these habits too mm-hmm. because it's easy to just write things down and then not actually follow through, follow through on them because you haven't been specific enough
1: yep a hundred percent so now we're going to go into actually how are we creating these good habits um so taylor's going to explain a little bit about the habit loop also a lot of this information that we are talking about we have learned a lot of it from atomic habits the book and Mm -hmm. i know we said this last episode too but if you haven't read atomic habits it's probably the best book to read in terms of forming habits
0: yeah, absolutely. It gives you such a straightforward but also thorough overview of all the habits. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, highly recommend that. Um, but basically when you're forming or actually with any habit, um, mm. you have a habit loop. So yep. your habit loop consists of a cue, a routine and a reward. Yep. So your cue is the thing that makes you start the habit. So for example, if I, I currently have a habit of going to the gym in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, my cue to go to the gym is I finish my morning routine. And then that means that now I'm going to get ready and go to the gym. Yeah. So my routine is then going to the gym and doing my workout. Mm Mm-hmm my reward for this habit every habit that you do has a reward or it wouldn't be a habit because there's a reason that you keep doing it and the reward is especially important when you're first forming the habit because that's what's going to help you stay motivated and actually push through long enough to make the activity a habit yeah um so my reward for going to the gym is that I feel good about myself I feel energized for the day I'm keeping my body healthy and also (laughs) anytime I go to the gym in the morning I have protein oats when I get home and I am I'm literally obsessed with protein oats.
1: Can I tell you a fun fact? I actually hate protein oats.
0: <laughs> Why do it like it's like we talked about the wicked sister protein yeah. puddings last week.
1: I cannot stand protein oats. How? It makes me sick to the stomach. I've tried so many different proteins oh and I just god. can't do it.
0: that's I like my sister. Is. She is the same. I think some people don't like the texture of it. I
1: think it's the texture for me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh my god. I'm Mira. so
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm so sad. (laughs) Um, Maybe I'll
0: have to make you some and then you can see if you actually like them. I think so. But anyway, getting off track. So that is a massive reward for me because I just want to get home and eat my protein oats and I don't do that until after I work out. Yeah, And
1: that's a prime example of making something motivating for you is actually create a reward at the end of it. So yeah, if it is having your favorite meal after the gym, that's like a great example of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically when you're getting started on this journey of building your habit and your habit loop, which Taylor just explained, you're going to be, first of all, creating cues for yourself. Mm -hmm. So a really good way to explain this might be, it might be laying out. So for me, for example, because I want to stop my habit of scrolling, it might actually be putting a book on my bed first thing in the morning. So when I come back into my bedroom at night, I look at the book on my bed and I'm thinking, oh, yep. that's a habit that I need to do I need to put my phone down and I need to read the book because it's right there in front of me so mm-hmm. it's creating that cue in my brain that okay it's night time now instead of scrolling we're going to read a book whereas if my book was on my desk I would get in my bed I wouldn't even see it and I would have no reminder that I actually wanted to do that habit
0: yeah and it's kind of a case of we're really good at thinking about things that we want to do later but then when it comes to actually carrying them out later we're really bad at following through <laughs>
1: yeah and it's so easy it would be so easy for me to get in bed see the book on my desk maybe and just think oh whatever I'll just leave it there yeah. whereas when it's on my bed I have to actually be actively picking up the book and putting it to the side which means I'm more likely to pick it up and read it
0: yeah exactly so it's just like almost using your logical brain when you have the ability to access it yeah. to then set yourself up it's up for success later so you don't even have to think about it like there's just one less step between you and doing the actual thing
1: yeah so things that you could do is potentially if you and Obviously, everybody's going to have different habits, but I said one for reading, it could be laying out your gym outfit at night. So then in the morning you get up and you're seeing your gym outfit on the bed or on your chair or wherever you've had it. And then you can go, okay, I'm getting dressed for the gym now. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. I think another one is if you're a planner um, like me, I love planning things out in advance. Yep. So one of my ways that I'll have cues is I'll actually write down the time and the day that I'm going to do something. Okay. So let's say I was creating a new workout habit. I would say, okay, at 6 a.m. on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday, yep. I'm going to go to the gym and work out. And that's almost my cue of six o'clock. That's the time now I'm going to go and work
1: out yeah definitely so where yeah like taylor said before we're using our logical brain in the time when we're thinking about the habits we want to build because often you get to the point of the night so keeping on coming back to this example but you know get to the point of the night where i'm going to bed and i'm thinking of scrolling so when you have that cue there it really helps to hold you accountable and alert your brain no you said you wanted to do this you said you wanted to be this way so we're actually going to go ahead and do that
0: yeah, and I think it's a case of stop expecting future you to do the thing that current you won't do. Yeah, like, that's so right why, why do we think that? It's almost like when you want to start to work out or something. Like when I was first starting to work out or wanting to get into working out. Yeah. I would have this thing where I was like, Yeah, I'll start on Monday because for some reason Monday me is just gonna be more motivated and they're just gonna do the thing (laughs) when current me isn't gonna do the thing. So why would Monday me do the thing? Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) So I think we need to stop giving future selves, giving our future selves the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) Because they're just as lazy as current us. Yeah, like (laughs) what is different between me now and me on Monday? absolutely nothing so actually do the things now to set yourself up for success later so you don't have to keep going through this cycle exactly (laughs) okay so another really good tool in creating good habits is actually visualizing yourself doing the habit now this is something that I don't hear talk spoken about too much um yeah
1: because I've actually never done that before
0: yeah but Mm. I heard about it on one of the Huberman lab podcasts yeah and when he was talking about creating habits um and I just love scientific information like I feel like when it has that backing behind it, um, it just yeah, makes me feel like the
1: fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like-
0: really, which is funny because I also talk about like. Mindset and manifestation. Yeah,
1: see, I'm so much more of that spiritual flow, like whatever feels good, and you're like mm. the scientific <laughs> but like, I mean, in
0: a good way, in a good way. I think it's cool that they can both exist together. Oh,
1: hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's yeah. just funny because I feel like our personalities are so different, yet they do complement each other. Yeah, yeah, it's like
0: opposites attract.
1: <laughs> yeah, opposites attract.
0: Um, but yeah, so when you're first doing something new, um, I'm gonna go back to the working out example just because I feel like it's something that's really easy. To think about,
1: yeah, and obviously, probably a lot of people that do listen to this do already work out. Um, some people might not. Some people do. I know that a lot of people that listen are quite into the wellness space. So, if you already do work out, you know this can be related to literally any habit that you want to build in your life. Yeah, we're just using easy examples.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you want to start the habit of working out, when you're first setting up your plan to actually start doing this habit, part of that process, I want you to go through and visualize yourself doing the habit. So this could look like visualizing yourself waking up if you're going to start working out in the morning. Yeah. Visualizing yourself waking up in the morning, doing your routine, driving to the gym, entering the gym, going mm-hmm. through your workout, how you're going to feel during the workout, like you might anticipate that you're going to feel tired, like Anticipate the struggle that it's going to be to get up and get out of bed and go to do that workout. And then you also want to visualize and think about the feelings after you finish doing that workout. So how amazing that you're going to feel, how you're going to feel successful, you're going to feel happy with yourself that you've actually done a thing. Yeah, proud of yourself. You're going to feel good in your body. Visualize the reward that's going to come afterwards. Yeah. So when you're doing this, you want to go through every single step from before you even start the routine until after you've finished it. Yeah, okay. And what this is really going to help you do is it almost familiarizes your brain with the process Mm -hmm. so that when you do go to do it, it's almost this slight feeling that you know what you should be doing and you've done it before yeah exactly you've,
1: you've processed it in your brain so that it's not an unfamiliar concept to go get up go to the gym all of that
0: yeah exactly so you kind of become more
1: familiar with the emotions have you done visualizing before
0: Yeah, I have. I use it a lot when I'm uh, going into new uh, social situations. Okay. Like if I'm going to meet new people, then I almost have this moment where I visualize the way that I want to show up, the way that I want to present myself. I
1: kind of love that. Because that can be used in other areas as well, not even just habits. That can be used, like for instance, when I went to the breathwork session today, that was quite outside my comfort zone in terms of all these new people that I felt, kind of a bit uncomfortable to go and socialize with everyone that I never met before so maybe that's like yeah how do you want to show up and what kind of way do you want to act and then when you go into the situation you've kind of almost allowed your brain to process it and then you're going to this situation you're more likely to act that way. And it can play out
0: in so many like it can almost play out when you're creating habits that you don't realize you're creating. Yeah. Because um, an example that I thought of with this that's actually I've done really recently is I've just gone back to netball coaching again and so I'm taking new teams and obviously when you're taking new teams you're starting something new this is when you have the opportunity to create new habits or new norms right. Mm -hmm. So I almost started I visualized how I wanted to show up for the girls that I was coaching um, and how I wanted the environment to be and how I wanted myself to facilitate the session Mm -hmm. so that then when I went into there I was actually already clear on the emotions that I wanted to evoke and the way that I wanted to present
1: myself the confidence I wanted to have. I actually really like that that's yeah and I think that's I mean, we didn't mean it to be, but I think that's actually really applicable to a lot of different life situations. Mm.
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's the cool thing is that so much of this can just be carried over into so many other areas
1: yeah literally so I think we've kind of summed up creating good habits so you're Mm -hmm. creating this habit loop with your cues and then you're also doing that visualization if you want but I would say that the cue is the most important part because that's actually getting your brain prepared for oh yep I remember I need to do that habit
0: yeah it's basically just doing everything that you can to reduce that friction between yourself where you are now and actually starting that Doing habit, habit yeah yeah
1: so now we're just going to quickly address how to actually get rid of bad habits in your life because obviously this is a completely separate issue like yeah you want to add new habits in and you might be able to easily add or somewhat easily add new habits in but in terms of breaking bad or old habits i feel like that when it gets a little bit more tricky well
0: there's the whole saying of old habits die hard like they're yeah. literally habits for a reason they're yep. going to be They're not easy They're going to be
1: hard because this is the thing about it as well. Once you've actually formed a habit, it becomes very natural and becomes very autopilot. Mm -hmm. So even if you're finding these good habits really hard to create at the start of your journey, they are going to become so much more free flowing and they're going to become just so natural to you. Mm -hmm. so that's a sign basically to not give up you know the first week two weeks three weeks of creating these habits might feel really forceful you might feel like you're relying on your cue for instance I'm going to start trying to read in bed so when I feel like I'm really wanting to scroll on my phone but eventually it's going to get to the point where I go in bed and I turn off my phone I read and it will just be so natural to me
0: yeah and it's a case of putting in the work now for your future selves that future you can do the things that you want to be doing
1: a hundred percent
0: so I think a really important thing to remember with bad habits is that you can't actually break a bad habit you can't just stop doing something that you've been doing for so long let's say you want to stop drinking soft drink Right. And you have this routine where it's just natural for you now to at Seven o'clock at night, you go and get your soft drink. Mm-hmm. You can't just stop drinking the soft drink because if you just stop drinking, then all you're going to think about is how much you want to be drinking that soft drink. Yeah. It's like when <laughs> people tell themselves, okay, I have to stop eating chocolate, but then all you can think about is how much you want to eat the chocolate yeah. and what the chocolate is in the house and like how you can get more chocolate. <laughs> so it's a similar thing. If you want to break a bad habit, then you have to replace it with something else. So if you want to break the habit of drinking, Soft drink every night, replace drinking that soft drink with having a cup of tea.
1: A lot of habit formation as well. And this is something really important, I think, is habit formation, even for instance, with smoking, right? For anyone that smokes regularly. The habit of, you know, obviously nicotine is addictive, but Mm. the habit of actually picking up that smoke, putting it in your mouth, breathing in and out, that's actually really addictive too.
0: And it's almost like a stress relief.
1: Yeah. So the actual habit of picking something up and drinking it, sorry, in this case, smoking it, but in terms (laughs) of the soft drink, picking up that glass and drinking it. If you have the tea in there, then you're still doing the habit of picking something up and drinking it, but you're not having the soft drink in there. Mm. So basically, it's important to, you know, if you always sit down with dinner and you have a soft drink, your hand is going to naturally reach for that soft drink because that's just your habit. That Mm -hmm. is so instead of just completely getting rid of that cup altogether, you're putting a new drink in there and that's going to be the way that you're able to do that. And I know that a lot of people do this with smoking, too where for instance if their smokes usually sit in the right hand side of their car instead of having their smokes there they'll put chewing gum so when their hand naturally reaches to grab their smokes they're grabbing chewing gum and they're having chewing gum and that kind of is the replacing of the habit.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing um, Stephen Bartlett talk about, so he does um, a podcast called Diary of a CEO.
1: Oh, I love, I'm obsessed with that podcast. It's
0: such a good, like, I
1: love that one. Just
0: the fact that you can listen to a conversation for two hours and not get bored. Oh
1: my God. That's actually really hard to achieve as well.
0: Yeah. I couldn't imagine recording for two hours. No. Anyway, um, he has spoken about before the fact that his dad used to be a, like a serial smoker mm-hmm. and he would always keep his cigarettes in the glove box of his car. Yeah. And he literally just swapped it out for, I think, Chupa Chups and he completely stopped smoking. And it's just the fact that... So many of the things that we're doing that we don't want to be doing, it's only because they're right in front of us. Like if you can yeah, just take this one small action yeah. to remove that cue, like to really just... Actually, as we said before, set yourself up for success, take one small action now, then you can stop this bad habit that you've been doing for years that just isn't serving you anymore. Yeah,
1: and you think that breaking this bad habit is gonna be so hard because you're so reliant on smoking. Again, just an example. But actually, when you're reaching into the glove box, that's more the habit. Mm -hmm. So when I'm reaching for my phone on the bedside table, or when I'm doing XYZ, that's I think is you know not the habit that I want. I'm actually just replacing it. So that I'm going to be reaching for something good instead. I know that a massive thing for me was eating sugar. I'm the biggest sweet tooth in the world. Mm -hmm. I still am. Like seriously, I could eat sugar. For every single meal. I'm that kind of person. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, basically, I used to just eat bad things, like whether it be chocolate or, and look, all of this stuff in moderation is fine, but very processed as well. And, and obviously, moderation. It's not going yep. to make you feel good. Um, so, when I, instead of, you know, reaching for the Cadbury dairy milk chocolate, I would make my own protein balls, which satisfied the sweet tooth, but it's really like good natural sugars, let's mm. just say some honey or whether it was yoga and fruit in a bowl. So I'm replacing, I'm not getting rid of my dessert entirely or I'm not getting rid of that sweet tooth entirely, but I'm actually making it that the habit is just reaching for something more healthy.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I think that loops into the next point of setting up your environment for success, Mm. because let's talk about, you want to stop this habit of scrolling on your phone. And yes, doing that at night is one thing, but you probably do it during the day as well. Yeah. And so I think that I mean, I'm about to go back to uni, so this will probably be really useful for me too. But let's say you want to stop the habit of scrolling on your phone during the day when you're trying to work or you're trying to do something else. Mm -hmm. Set your environment up for success by removing the phone and putting it in a different room. Yes. Because just that small thing of having to walk... five meters out of your room to get your phone yeah you realize you actually have to get up and get your phone and then you realize that you don't really want it you just want to procrastinate or you just want to like stop feeling frustrated or
1: yeah
0: anything like that and this can apply like setting up your environment for success can apply to any anything yeah I
1: was gonna say even just let's just say you have ice cream in the house or chocolate in the house relating back to my sugar example then it's actually just removing that and having instead something healthy that you want to snack on because Mm. the likelihood of you actually going to the shops and going to get that chocolate is really low in comparison to just eating the chocolate that's in your pantry yeah
0: or if you have because I know it's hard if you have like family and stuff and they have it in the house oh yeah a really good thing to do is just moving it to the back of the cupboard Mm. because then it's like you're not opening the cupboard and the first thing that you see is that straight away and being
1: craving it yeah it's like you actually have to go to the back
0: and reach and get it
1: Yeah. So I think that the last point we kind of want to touch on is accountability. And this is bringing all of our everything together, being accountable to actually stick to to these habits. Mm -hmm. So I think that that could look like multiple different things. One could be a habit tracker or an app. I know that there's a lot of different apps to you.
0: I don't have an app that I use, but I was just going to say, do you want to talk about like, is there any time that you've been making a habit that you've used a form of accountability?
1: Um, well, my form of accountability is I've talked about this in every episode, but the whiteboard in my room, this is my, oh my accountability. God. <laughs> so I have, I've just gotten a whiteboard from Kmart and on that whiteboard, I've actually written daily habits. Mm. So basically at the end of the day, I'm scanning through cause my whiteboard is right in front of me, which is also again, a visual cue. I'm scanning through my daily habits going tick, tick, tick. And I'm also repetitively putting it in my brain This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. So my daily habits are actually really basic. So for me, it's water intake, protein intake, good nutrition, movement this kind of stuff. So it's nothing too extreme. It's just my daily habits and the basics that I really want to nail down to be able to live a good life essentially.
0: And that's all you really want for your daily habits. Like you don't want to make them things that are going to take you an hour each to do because then it's not like a habit that you can do every day.
1: Yeah, exactly. Your habits actually want to be these really basic things that then you can build on um so for me it's my whiteboard going into my room looking at my whiteboard that's my accountability because I'm being like yep I've done that and it's almost a a off list.
0: And I think a really cool thing about that too, is that it acts as a form of data collection as well, because mm. you can look back at the end of the week and see how many days you've done it. And more importantly, see the days that you didn't do it, work yeah. out why you didn't do it, what got in the way. And then you can actually develop a strategy as to how you can make sure you're more consistent with the next week yep. because you can keep saying, oh yeah, I'll start doing this again. But is anything really gonna change unless you change something?
1: That's highly so true. likely not. <laughs> yeah, so what's your form of accountability?
0: Um, so I use a few depending on what I am doing okay um so if it's something that I have a really high friction to so something that I really don't want to do, do then I find that another person um so this could be a yeah coach like an accountability or buddy accountability buddy or mm-hmm. even like a friend yep. like I tell them what I want to do and I almost it, when when I have to tell another person if I don't do it then I'd don't feel good about it. Yeah. Like it's never fun having to tell someone, yeah, I know I said that I'd do this, but I didn't have to. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Or even I think another cool thing with this is I like to use the concept of building self-trust with myself yeah. um, and telling myself that I'm going to do it and then actually doing it almost creates another reward because I'm following through on the promise that I've made to myself.
1: I hear a lot about that.
0: Yeah. Whereas yeah. if I don't do it, then I know that I've broken my trust with myself. I know that I haven't kept my word.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I feel like we, you know, we wanted this to be like quite a simple episode, just delving into actually how you're going to be building your habits and how you're going to be changing your life in that way. Um, because we always refer to the small habits. Mm-hmm. So I think that this episode has really really summed up all of the real scientific stuff around habit loops and all of that where you can start literally just with writing down your habits in a journal and you can go from there. And hopefully you've picked up even if you do one or two things, they're still going to help you to build these habits in your everyday life.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to add a quick note on the end about the more mindset based habits and the thought pattern habits. Um, I think with these ones, if you're trying to break a cycle of, for example, negative thinking, um, the The best way to really address these is just to pick up on every time that you do it. Um, If you have a negative thought that comes up and it's just automatic... Don't punish yourself for it. Just change that thought to a positive one, and the more that you do that, the more that you're going to break that cycle of just constant negative thinking, and instead replacing—it's almost another thing of replacement—replacing replacing that bad, or sorry, replacing that negative thinking um, with the positive thoughts, and then that's just going to become more and more natural to do for you. Because I think yep. that's kind of habits that a lot of people want to change as well, in terms of the mindset part of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we hope you've gotten something out of this episode, and. I will well we'll be back to record once I'm back from Perth so I'll have a lot of updating to do I was gonna
0: say we're gonna have absolutely no problem working out our recommendations next week. oh I know
1: (laughs) I'm gonna have so many so yeah hopefully everybody has an incredible week and we will see you next week Bye. bye